What's up, fellow freaks? I'm Zach, your host of the Ox Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom, 10 minutes or less, no bullshit, no topic off limits. If any episode of the Ox has made your life better in some small way, please take a few seconds to send this podcast to someone else. The best way to spread love is to share what you love. Now, without further ado, let's dive in. The golden ratio of relationships and life. Our lives are a combination of comfortability and tension. Sometimes we're too tense when we should be more comfortable, and other times we're too comfortable when we should be adding more discomfort to our lives. Everyone knows that to live a quality life, we have to do things that make us uncomfortable to get to the good stuff. This is not only true in the broader scheme of life, but also in our romantic relationships. Without the proper balance, you could be putting your own well-being and the well-being of your partnerships at risk. So what is the right balance of comfortability to tension? In her Ideal Relationship System newsletter, Dr. Taylor Burroughs advocates for a baseline of 80% texture, tension, and teasing, and 20% comfort for a healthy relationship. She goes on to write, quote, This means you'll want to ensure you aren't getting complacent in a relationship and you don't take them for granted or start to act entitled or lazy. So this has been something that has been a challenge for me in in my past relationships. I I haven't been much of a relationship person. I haven't haven't been in relationships consistently, but one of the the main sources of, of tension and discomfort in my experience has been always looking to improve your best self, even when you're in a relationship. A lot of my friends, a lot of guys where I've been this sort of third party observer of, of many relationships in college and after they get into a relationship, they do things that are attractive and that ensure that they're doing things to stay their best selves, like working out, making time to hang out with their guy friends, chasing their purpose in life, whatever that is, whatever sort of work they're doing. And then they get into a relationship and slowly things start to become more complacent. Maybe they stop working out as much. Some guys I'm friends with stop working out altogether. Maybe they start rearranging hangouts with their guy friends or or canceling hangouts completely because their girlfriends asked them to something like that. And gradually there is this kind of letting go of the attractive guy you were that attracted this, this person to you. And, and you sink into someone who you think is going to, you sink into someone who you think is going to keep the relationship going when in actuality working, you've let go of the the journey of becoming your best self and, and you're putting the need for someone else's approval before your own personal self-development. And you have to put yourself first and it's not one or the other. It's not work on yourself or work on the relationship. It's work on yourself and better the relationship at the same time. And in the past, it's hard. I've been hesitant to focus on myself 
first in the past in my you know late teens early 20s and over time i've developed a more clear sense of self i i found podcasting which is something i love to do i continue my workouts beyond baseball i have a lot of guy friends that i hang out with i do activities that i love like snowboarding and hiking and traveling that i'm unwilling to let go of and so now i i'm i'm more sure of myself but in the past it's tempting to want to skip a workout because she asks you to or reschedule a planned hangout with your guy friends because she asks you to or to kind of falling into the nice guy trap of whatever it takes to please her. And I notice too, a lot, a lot of guys that I hang out with will, you know, they'll tease their, their girlfriends or they'll tease their be like this sexual tension at the beginning of a relationship. And then things start to fall into a routine and they stop doing the teasing that attracted her to him at the beginning and and they stop, you know, kind of poking fun at each other. They stop, you know, doing, doing all these things that caused a healthy level of tension, the 80, 20% ratio that Dr. Taylor Burroughs was talking about 80% comfortability, 20% tension, teasing texture. A lot of people stop doing the 20% because they're afraid the other person will leave or they're afraid they're going to fuck up the relationship in some way. And they don't realize that by, letting go of that 20%, you're letting go of a, a really fun, fulfilling part of the relationship. No one wants to be comfortable. It's, it's not human instinct to be comfortable all the time. That's why if you're sitting around, you know, watching Netflix, binge eating all day, doing whatever, like, yeah, some people fall into that trap and they stay into that trap for their whole lives. But there's like this thing in the back of your head that says like, okay, you know, I need something hard now. I, I need to do something uncomfortable now. I need something that's going to challenge me. And same thing in a relationship. If you're not challenging each other, if you're not poking fun at each other, if you're not causing th- this occasional tension to, to breathe life into a relationship, things are not going to be as good as they are. And, and a, a huge part of that is continuing your own self-development, even though you are in a relationship, whatever phase you are, to never let go of your self-development. And and that does cause tension to to tell your girlfriend, hey, you know, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna skip my workout because you want me to, or I'm not gonna reschedule hanging out <clears throat> with my guy friends tonight. That does cause tension. And I think girls respect you more. Girls respect guys more who are willing to stick to what they know will lead to their best selves guys that are willing to stand up to their girlfriends their wives whatever that's a very attractive trait because then that girl knows that okay if this guy's going to stand up against me if this if this guy's going to stand up for himself then this guy's also going to stand up for me and i think that's the thing that a lot of guys miss out on is that you think that by giving in to your partner, by giving into their needs and wants all the time, you're gonna they're gonna like you more. But I think it backfires in many situations, in almost all situations, by you not standing up for yourself and what you want to do and the goals and lifestyle that you want for yourself, you're signaling to that person, okay, you you have no backbone, you're spineless. I can say and do whatever I want to you, and you're always gonna do it. And that's extremely unattractive. And some of the best 
sex I've ever had, some of the most exciting periods in the relationships I have been a part of have been after I stood up for myself and after I stood up for the things I knew I needed to do. And that signaled to her that, okay, you know, maybe it's uncomfortable in the beginning in, in that conversation, that's an uncomfortable conversation, but eventually the, the girl that I was with let go of that and came around and, and grew to realize that, okay, this is a part of this person's life. And, and if I want to be with them, th this is what they do. This is what they're about. And by standing up for what you're about, you are a more attractive person. So it, that goes for the things that you're good at and also your weaknesses for things that you want to do. So if you want to learn how to dance or you want to learn martial art or you want to start working out more, you want to learn how to shoot a weapon, whatever it is, think think about what it is that you're good at, but also think about your weaknesses and, and things that you want to improve on and be your own best advocate, advocate for the person that you want to become because again self-development and your relationship are tied together it's not one or the other by by improving yourself you are also improving the relationship so my challenge for you and a continuing challenge for myself is to look at parts of your life where you may be compromising your best self in hopes of keeping someone else around and even if you aren't in a relationship, are you compromising any parts of yourself because of what your parents want you to do or what your friends want you to do or this image that you have of yourself that you're constantly trying to fulfill but may not be what you actually want to do? Are you compromising your best self in hopes of fulfilling another person's needs outside of your own? And also, for those of you who are in a relationship, what's your ratio like of tension and teasing to comfortability, that 80% comfortability and 20% tension and tension and teasing? Is there, you know, too much tension? Is there too much comfortability? And think about the things that you did to attract that person at the beginning of the relationship. Think about the the teasing and the, the stuff that went on and think about how you can rechannel that and how you can kind of get that ratio back intact. And and it doesn't have to be 80-20. That, that's a baseline. But there does have to be an amount of discomfort and, and tension and, and and teasing in a relationship to keep it moving forward. That That is an important part of self-growth and an important part of the relationship growth.